with the snow. Pretty exciting. Yeah, I'm very jealous. Yeah, I thought the whole country would have got snow, but I guess not. Mm. Was it enough to make actual? Um, yeah, people were. Snow items. Yeah, a little bit. But I mean, the, the tallest snowman I saw was this high. Um, it was kind of funny. Brittany was excited to go out in it, but um, the yeah, all the Brits kind of um, rushing around excited because there was a little smattering of snow. But um, yeah, it's weird because I guess in New York it snows pretty much every year, guaranteed and quite heavily. Mm. And so people were more kind of like, ah. Oh, Damn, it started snowing. Yeah, I guess it is still nice for the first half an hour. What are you eating? <laughs> uh, the little bits of crumbs in the bottom of oh. matchmakers. Oh, nice. so hungry. Are you? Oh no, is it bad? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna. It's gonna be the hangry episode where I'm just like <laughs> this stupid what? movie. Why aren't I eating? <laughs> I wondered it's a bad time and also yeah. this is bad because it's like we haven't recorded for ages so this I is going to be like our comeback and we're just going to be really grumpy mm. i've got really bad summer cake um luckily yes. the listeners probably won't mind sorry listener for such a long pause it's been almost a month Which i should sit up actually it's well been a month hasn't it because it was like after christmas yeah <laughs> you look so fed long, up already <laughs> long long time <laughs> What's it say in your t-shirt tonight? It says, uh, the future is speaking. It's great. Is it now? Yeah. Where did that come from? Chazza. Okay. I can't stop buying things online. <laughs> um, I just got this amazing vintage jacket I'll send you. It's so easy to buy things on eBay. I don't need a jacket. <laughs> I'm not going to send you the jacket. I'll send you what I bought. It's really nice. How do I send it to you? I could just send you a screenshot. Um, so nice. And it's just like, it's really cheap. And it's this like vintage label. Nice. Double breasted woolen blue jacket. Mm. Cool. Where was that? It's, um. what's the label? Ask. As... Asquascotum. Yeah, that's it. Hmm. I think that's how you say it. But anyway, something like that. Fancy label. Asquascotum. Scrotum sounds like. Asquascotum, yes. Asquascotum. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been not the greatest month of anyone's lives. No. Um, I guess people might be listening in different places and at different times, but yeah, I'm just being different to what lockdown. You may they might be listening in the future, everything's yeah. fine, and they'll be like, What are they talking about? Everything's yeah. been fine for me, yeah, I suppose so. But they might have heard of, of COVID if you haven't, yeah, but... look it up. <laughs> it was a thing <laughs> wow. that happened in We're 2020. Already, and this is a great start, <laughs> yeah, but like. <laughs> <laughs> you might not know what the time it's very confusing even like fast like or if you're listening what day of the, the week past, it is what month it is what into the future look out covid's coming in 2020 and i don't know how you're <laughs> listening to the future but 
that's probably the most important bit of information I can convey to you at this point. And also, spoilers, Trump loses the election. But what can you do about it? I mean, what's the good of knowing? Can't do anything about it. Uh, you could stock up on toilet roll a bit before everyone else. Yeah, and just... I mean... Actually, you could warn us. You could be like... That's probably why we ran out of toilet roll, because someone was like time traveling and they flipping bought no, it's toilet you roll. can just you can stock up it's like people worried there was rumors that you'd run out of toilet roll and then everyone rushed out and bought toilet roll so then they did run out of toilet roll because it's not the kind of thing where you worry about having too much of it because you keep it in the bathroom depends Have how you run out of toilet roll? yeah because everyone everyone also then stocked mm-hmm. up that was the trouble as well is everyone was like well normally we i can have about you know three rolls and you just buy it whenever you need it and then you're like shit i better buy 18 rolls now shit that's just shit everywhere yeah <laughs> i ordered a huge box of toilet roll from who gives a crap or whatever it's called mm. <laughs> okay we give a crap something like that anyway it, took, it doesn't fit in my toilet roll holder which is quite annoying and i'm still using it up now it's taken a long long time to get through yeah so have you, you got used to writing 2021 yet no and actually, I keep forgetting. That's what I mean. It's like all very well saying, oh, well, everybody will know. But like, I already don't know what's happening, <laughs> what day of the week it is. And it's like, we've gone out of lockdown, down into lockdown again. And like, I know for you, things have not been that different because you've just been working at home the whole time. But for me, yeah. they have been. So we were back at school and then now we're like teaching at home again. And it's horrendous. And it's much worse than last time because it's just... Yeah, it's so much more stressful. And now we're having to like teach all day. Before it was just like, do what you can, because no one knows what they're doing. And now we're like having to do a full school day. So does that mean kids are learning by video chat from home? they're They're just sitting all day at a computer going from lesson to lesson online. Yep. Wow. How old are these kids? All kids are doing that. All kids. Oh, any ages. Wow. Yep. Must be a trial for them, the parents and the teachers. Yep. yep. <laughs> Joyful. Why don't we um section off anyone below twenty or twenty nine, maybe even section who's off. got like more sort of natural immunity from COVID and just put them into the the woods. Or give them the town. <laughs> and anyone older than woods. that can just live underground for a while. I don't know. We should have recorded our conversation the other week. We went on a really long walk and we talked the whole way and it was really good. That would have been a really good episode. But instead, you're just going to get us being grumpy. It's better than this already, I can tell. (laughs) This is a terrible episode. Yeah. Um, There was like one good bit. uh, No, it was was a good conversation. It would have been good. And we both walked around and had like a kind of, we both got a bit lost uh and our like final destinations were both a bit disappointing i found yeah well yeah i've already been there before muddy wood hmm. you, you went you, you got to where you you wanted to go and then mm. thought you wanted to go somewhere else and went around a big circle to get back to where you'd started <laughs> yeah um yeah but uh you've been watching some things that's what i wanted on TV. record, yeah. I've been watching 
Because well, I finished you agreed watching, with me. Finished watching The Queen's Gambit. Yeah. I have started watching Dark, and I've also yeah. been watching, re-watching um, <laughs> Grand Designs, right from the beginning, <laughs> old school. Grand Designs? Kevin MacLeod is like 16 or something. I don't know who that is. Oh, it's that thing where it's like Kevin McLeod goes around and people are like building their own homes every week. Have you never seen it on Channel 4? Have you not seen that? I'm not really into that kind of thing. Okay. Well, no, he's been doing it for 20 years or something. So it's kind of funny because when it it started, everything's really 90s and people are wearing like naff naff jackets (laughs) and things like that. (gasps) Naff naff. Yeah. And by the end. No, yes. And um, it might do at some point. They probably, I bet, actually, yeah. if you have one in good condition, it's worth a fortune now. Um, oh, I'm going to look it up. <laughs> but, uh, I'm looking on eBay. Yeah. And so, sort of, some of the kitchens and sort of just the general design is quite 90s. And also, they're kind of like talking about new, innovative, innovative things like low flush toilets <laughs> and stuff like that. But by the end, it's weird because, you know, you, it's sort of the end ones, he's much more sophisticated. Um, but also all the design stuff gets very, very fancy towards the end. Like people in this sort of buying a house and doing it up with a budget of £75,000. And you're like, it's a bit crazy how house prices just went so insane. Means nothing to me. It's all just way over. It's just the big money and nothing that well, I have thought I think about in reality. <laughs> even it, surely, to it, surely those seventy-five thousand pounds sounds like a pretty good price for a house. Yeah. Yeah. It's anyway, sorry, that's not watch, what I want to hear like, about. It's the kind of thing people watch, like just because it's on TV and like you just yeah, put it, it on in that. the background, but to like yeah. deliberately watch old episodes of it—that's like dedication. <laughs> yeah. Well. I'd forgotten how many, you know, obviously 20 years worth is quite a few, so it would take a long time to get through it. And then by the time I get to the end, I have to start again at the beginning, like the fourth rail bridge. Um, <laughs> That's very strange. But say what you thought about, you agreed with me on Queen's Gambit that you thought it was, what do we say? It was like the big writing was good, but the small writing is in like the small yeah, the details. things that happened. The details were just non-existent. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, and it, it was like, confusing cares? with her character <laughs> as well as mm. to what we were supposed to, how sort of we were supposed to sort of sympathize or not mm. with her or um and they largely just kind of skip over the fact that she's a woman playing chess you know it's kind of talked about briefly but there's kind of not much more to it than just like you know she wants me so you know on the first time she goes to a chess championship she meets a, a, another woman playing chess broadly ignores her and then yeah. never she meets not come one into again. It again then? <laughs> uh, no, she meets her again like ages later. Just but I suppose briefly. that's realistic though. Like, because there wouldn't be many women playing. Yeah, I guess so. And I mean, also maybe she's somewhat annoyed because she is paired against her in the first game. And I think it's kind of suspicious that this is sort of a deliberate thing to kind of, you know, that she's not expected to win. But she also has incredible confidence in herself right from the beginning. Well, yeah. She thinks she thinks I'm excellent at chess. But she um, is, though. Although she, well, in fairness, <laughs> she, she thinks it, but she's already, at that point, she has already met Mr. Scheibel's friend and then gone to his school and beaten 12 of his best chess players in a mm. straight-up thing. Yeah. So where have you got to in Dark? Are you liking it still? Um, have you watched more? Yeah, it's pretty good. I got to the bit where... 
some some amounts of it were revealed in that we now kind of understand that the artist who commits suicide near the beginning. Oh, wait, 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 spoilers. <laughs> I just realised that, like... Huge spoilers. Yeah, huge spoilers in the dark. <laughs> is... Um, yeah, maybe we... The boy that is sent back in time. And so he is aware okay. that he's gone back in time. He doesn't die. And maybe the nurse who looks after him is the woman reading the letter at the end, which is why... He prefixes it. It seems like this letter also then ends up in the hands of his. It's unclear who that I've got forgotten. There's too many bloody characters in it. Yeah, it's I mean, really. There's, there's like so many characters anyway, and then you have to double them all up because they're all in the, so yep. far two time zones. I'm yep. hoping we're not going to go to a third time. Um, we are okay. <laughs> yeah, it's going to yeah. get it, it's going to get very confusing. Yeah. It um, is. It's so good though. don't you think it's so cast cast so well though like because the different versions of them look so alike like the different ages and maybe you haven't met so many yeah of them, i think like they do a pretty see, good job like, like it's yeah. really uncanny like yeah yeah i guess, they do that um, and you're like what or even just in a program or a film where they like have someone as a child and it's like like the famous one was um not famous but uh can you remember what it's called? Patrick, someone? Uh, it's the Benedict Cumberbatch. It's from a book where he was like abused as a child. And Benedict Cumberbatch is playing him as an adult. And then the child version of him is like <laughs> dark skinned, has different colored eyes and like a whole different like ethnicity. <laughs> it's just like they're not even, <laughs> they're not even attempted to look like a mini Benedict. I thought though that young Beth Harmon was a very good pairing with mm. middle-aged Beth Harmon. Yeah. Although it's weird when they sometimes when they switch some characters and not others. You know, like some characters were like, like we'll have an old version and a young version of this person, and yeah. then like someone who's a bit older, they're like, oh, they we'll just, just dress them, look... them a bit older. Yeah. And like, <laughs> okay, so like the eight-year-old went to sort of being sort of twenty and looks convincing but somehow like the 16 year old is just sort of really really weirdly old when they're 16 and still kind of young when they're supposed to be like 40 or something yeah yeah we started watching like a truly awful thing that we thought might be fun because it was about vampires and it had bill skarsgård and we we're like well if it's got bill skarsgård and he's hot like it would be worth it just to see him being a vampire and being hot um, and it was just so hilariously bad. Like we watched one episode. It's called Hemlock Grove, and it's like the like just the worst dialogue you can possibly imagine. Like and like so sort of I don't know. It's not even cliched. It was just like okay, like he's a vampire and he's this thing has happened. This person's been murdered. And like someone will come in a room and go. So what are we going to do about? this then nancy it's <laughs> like literally like they're just like reading these lines really wouldn't they <laughs> it was just oh i don't even know how to make it funny it was so bad it's just terrible. Absolutely um, terrible from dusk till dawn was like that it was a very ridiculous vampire movie was that tarantino yeah no, i saw it a long time ago but i was like he's awful i couldn't <sighs> I quite liked it out of all of his films, actually. <laughs> but maybe it you was liked because it. at the time, I can't remember. 
can't remember why. There must have been someone I liked. Is it one with Brad Pitt? In? Could be. It probably just uh, I was in a Brad Pitt phase. Maybe I just liked him. Anyway, now we're watching a, a thing about Vikings, The Last Kingdom, which is great. It's like Game of Thrones, but Vikings and Saxons. <laughs> and it's very cheesy and brilliant and a lot of ultraviolence. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, I, I normally wouldn't like that, but when it's in a sort of fantasy thing and it's just kind of ridiculous, it's like, it's very uh, entertaining. And they're all like big hunky vampires. Vampires? Vikings. <laughs> vampires. And like, oh, good lord, <laughs> you're just making faces. <laughs> we had a lot of good dreams because we haven't been sharing. Oh, our yeah, dreams I'd forgotten there was much. a dream element to it. Yeah, yeah I had a good I dream sort of... last night. Yeah, did I? Yeah, you sent it. Where to do me. I keep my dreams? You know, um, yes. Yes, I was at these Victorian seawater baths, which were in Kemp Town in Brighton this time. I don't know if they were there before. But the thing that was strange is I remembered being there before, but like in I'd actually been there. No, well, in the dream, I was like, oh, I've been here before. But oh. then I was like trying to think, and I was like, I haven't actually been here, have I? This was in a dream <laughs> before. Oh. And I didn't go directly there. What was happening, I was walking along the street, and there was like this sort of channel, uh, sort of like a sort of man-made river type gully with seawater in it. And that led into a bigger sort of deeper channel, which then flowed down steps into the swimming pool and oh, people cool. were going in. And it was just this polite sign saying, you know, this is for please, you know, if you enjoy your time here, please consider becoming a friend of uh, whatever it is, you know, Grove swimming baths. And nice. uh, the water was salty and really nice and warm. So it was quite pleasant. And they've done a really good job with the refurbishment, cool. which I was pleased to see. <laughs> I guess I can take credit for that, as it's in my didn't dream. You, didn't you have another dream while you were swimming? Oh, yeah, I did. You're right. Yes, two, sw two swimming dreams. Another, yeah. Just another dream where I didn't tell you the first bit because it was just it wasn't very exciting, but I was just kind of in a bar or something like that. But the only bit that was sort of interesting with that is I was kind of like in a bar talking to someone. Oh, there was, I was in this bar and this, um, this, this, my editor from somewhere I used to work was there and we were sort of like chatting. He was about to perform or some like friends of his were going to perform some kind of synth pop because he's heavily into synthesizers. And it was a little kind of um, bar in a kind of like a cellar. So it had mm -hmm. a sort of curved brick roof and there was about three or four different types of beer. And that was it. It was also, I haven't been to a pub or a bar for so mm. bloody long. It was really <laughs> exciting just being a pub. I was kind of yeah. like, well, this is exciting. Um, like I was actually there and I was like, let me let me try a pint of this. And um, it, the pint, it wasn't a full-size pint. You know, it was like a very small glass and I drank it so quickly. I was just like, hmm, that was good. Let me try something else. Um, anyway, and then just teleported. Um, <laughs> nice. And I was suddenly just in this basketball. It was sort of like in a gymnasium at a school. Um, in a basketball? Floating in the... You know, so it's a bus, it's a gymnasium, and so set out as a gymnasium, as a basketball court. And I was floating above the basketball hoop, kind of like looking down. Wow. And so I was like, oh, I guess I'm underwater. And so I swam sort of down to where the doors were oh. and sort of opened the door, not sure whether it wouldn't open the door, whether all underwater. the water would rush out. Yeah, still underwater. And so when I opened the door, wow. I wasn't sure if the water would rush out, although obviously you wouldn't have the strength to open the door if it went open. I mean, dreams don't care about physics. No. Um, but anyway, it's still underwater there. You didn't, you, you just were normal. You didn't really have to breathe. 
um, just sort of like sort of swam down the corridor and there was a, a lesson going on. Um, but yeah, cool. I have quite a few sort of underwater dreams. Mm. There's a weird thing like being underwater also is like being in space, isn't it? I mean, it's kind of that's when yeah. they want to make someone look like space or free of gravity. That's a trick for filming it is to actually. Well, uh, they did the that film. In, in this, yeah, yeah, where he's made to look like he's sort of flying or floating and he's sort of yeah. underwater. And we couldn't yeah. diagnose whether his, his suit was actually wet or not because it's so acrylic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so shiny. <laughs> I did have that dream about a malevolent alarm clock. That was horrible where I just there's nothing much more to it but I was like I couldn't sleep in real life and then when I did go to sleep I was trying to sleep in the dream and I was in a room with all these other people and they'd all fallen asleep and I was just lying awake and then I looked across the room and there was this alarm clock and it was one from my that I had when I was a kid that was um Minnie Mouse at first and then I looked around and the alarm clock had eyes and it was like looking at me and it was really evil and it had evil intentions um and it was just like a pure horror like really horrifying it was really malevolent and it winked at me but no one else could see it that's what made it so horrible when i woke up but that is a kind of like section of dreams that i've had of like supernatural things that happen where like i can see the supernatural things but no one else can and that's what makes it horrifying where something inanimate is becomes alive <laughs> it was really horrific um and i also had this dream about this couple where the woman was like a kind of abusing and trapping the man and he was trying to get away and uh and the, they had kids and he didn't want the kids to leave because that meant he would be like trapped with her and she was like you just gotta let them go and live their lives why are you keeping them here um, and then he left the house and he was like in the street and he was talking to his friend about how, or just like someone in the street about how scared he was and how he needed to get away. And then I can see that the woman inside was lip reading what he was saying. And it was awful. It's like, no, she could see. It was like misery or something. Like he was never going to get away. What? Um, Have we talked about hauntology in this particularly? Torn. Horn talked Hauntology, about yeah, ontology. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was sort of thinking about that in relation to these things. Um, it was also interesting when I went I on that walk. That was, I was saying about that. It's, it sort of comes from that Jack Derrida. Derrida? Yeah. I always say his name wrong. Um, Derrida. Book, Derrida. Well, yeah, but then when Marx. we looked it up, it turned out that the actual definition was not to do with how he was using it or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it seems like that, that he's sort of just sort of casually mentioned it and then people have kind of yeah. taken it further into a yeah. bigger thing. But I was thinking it's interesting, this kind of, you know, you have these places, because there's places you go in real life that exist yeah. and you can kind of choose to return to them if you wish. And then there's places which you've been to which no longer exist, so you can't go back there. And then there's places which have never existed. Okay, in your dreams. Yeah. And so you can only you can only visit them in dreams or memories. Yeah. But dreams are kind of different. Well, because they're kind of an amalgam anyway, aren't they? Of all the places that you've seen yeah. or. But it's imagined. annoying because it's kind of like you wake up from the dream and I want to go back and I can't. Yeah, I know. There's quite a lot of that is played on in fiction, isn't it? Narnia is a bit like that. 
Yeah, is true. there ever a scene where there's quite a few things where it's like there's a place you know there's like a magic place you can get to you know and i guess harry potter as well and then later on you can't get back there mm. you know it's like you can just you know going through the plat I, I don't think that happens to him read harry potter mm. but you know this platform at nine and three quarters no that's more like it's for the magical people and not the muggles i think but if you lost your magic ability, presumably you wouldn't be able to get through it, but that doesn't Maybe. happen. That isn't used as a plot. Actually, he does get shut out of it at one point. Oh, I can't remember. I'm not really, not mm. big on Harry Potter. But yeah. Yeah, that's true. That Maybe that's where that comes from. That is a kind of conceit of children's books. That sort of like, maybe it's like the growing up thing. It's like the Peter Pan, like Never Never Land. You know, it's like a mm. place that you this like childhood state that you can go to and then once you get too old you lose it <laughs> and it's kind of this sad that's a very victorian idea though it's like this sort of romanticizing childhood um because they didn't have a childhood i suppose and then it's like we've got to give children actually something <laughs> that's different from just being a mini adult <laughs> um and then it's like this kind of which seems slightly creepy now like I used to be quite into it, but now I kind of find it a bit like disturbing where it's like a lot of adults being very kind of obsessed with finding this state of childhood and like being perpetually in this sort of like, oh, I've got to recreate this. It's just like, no, you need to be an adult. <laughs> like children don't need you to be <laughs> doing that for them, mm. which is why it's, it's odd because like that's the odd thing about children's fiction is that obviously it's written by adults and so it's like often not like obviously not always but like a lot of the classics there's something quite disturbing about them because it's like the reason they could kind of tap into this childlike state is because they weren't really quite grown up themselves or like there was something yeah. stuck about them definitely Jane Barry he was weird are there any books by children written for adults yeah it doesn't really work obviously yeah like obviously adults are going to write children's books but i think it's more of a victorian thing i guess it's not true anymore but like they were a bit weird <laughs> they were all a bit weird anyway also you read my dream in the beginning bit of last night but now i can't remember anything about it except that like we were staying in this like really annoying flat there was just like filing cabinets everywhere and then at one point we just like had to like sleep on this like mattress on the floor because there was nowhere else to go and we were really tired. We're gonna have to edit this bit out. I'm sorry. It's Lisa. the worst. <laughs> it's terrible. I feel like we've lost our way a bit. Let's go to the minute. Um, oh, sirens. And then you can go have the dinner. Ah. But look, the hole in between my. Headphones in the background. Minute 22, we're on. We didn't do very great minute in the last one because we were on the beach. That was nice though. I want to have another fire. Mm. But we can't. Yeah, it was fun. Um, but yeah, I didn't have the notes either. And we were cold. No. So we were just like, the policeman came in, brought the piano upstairs, played it. That's all there is to say though, really. So yeah, so that in the last one, they... They left the at the, at the end of this, should we summarise the whole thing in one minute? Do the yeah. sort of inverse. Right? Oh, one that's a good idea. One episode per minute. We'll do the whole episode in one minute. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Yeah.
see if we can do that okay <laughs> might be tough maybe do one each see how we both separately summarize yeah them. that's a good idea i like it mm. yeah all right so in this minute which i watched ages ago but i just listened to you watching it so it reminded me so we have charlotte stephanie asks uh stefan what does it mean promotional calendar maquettist um, and I've just written like he's so happy to be asked. He looks so happy. <laughs> and she asks him. He's like, Do you think he just um, made it up on the spur of the moment? Yeah, I do. And then like Zoe looks at him like, what? Like he's a freak. Like, what are you? She's just really. Do you think like... he meant to say machinist as well, or just you know, like went for Macatiste? Is... No, Macatiste. In it's like one of those. He's he's sort of speaking franglais because like. Right. That is what it would be called in French. It just means like putting something together, like collaging. Okay. Uh, production artist. Um, yeah, but he doesn't. He, he doesn't know what it means. <laughs> Who have I put? Oh, Charlotte. I like Charlotte's accent. You said she sounds very English. I mean, she is half English, but she's sort of like. It's very cute because it's sort of like posh, but also a bit French. And he, yeah. So he says he doesn't really know. And she's like, okay. <laughs> They're just like looking at like what. Uh, and then he says what he really wants to be is an inventor. Just very sort of like something a five-year-old kid would say. Yeah. Well, she, they're like, what Absolutely. do you want to invent? Yeah. And he's like, well, I've <laughs> got something here. <laughs> and he gets out some like 3D glasses, like the red and green or whatever they are. They're red and green or red and blue? They're normally red and green or blue, yeah. Mm. Um. See, I'm hoping that you can sort of fill in some technical things because I have looked stuff up and I can't explain it. I don't understand. Anyway, and he's like, so you put these glasses on and it makes life 3D. And they're like, Charlotte's like, isn't life already 3D? And he's like, no, no. Well, yeah, but never mind. <laughs> it's such a good line. But when they're talking about it on the commentary, uh, Gail says he likes that because it's like, which I don't know if he intended it, but it's sort of playing again with this idea of like, it's a film and it's like playing with the idea that like what reality is. So we're watching mm. a film, but it's like, is this real or is it not? Like he, you know, the characters when you're watching a film exist in their universe, they are alive in their universe and that is their reality, but they're in, just in a film and it's like, this kind of layered thing uh but also like so then he gets out like he's like do you want to try it and he gets out this picture which is one yeah. of those 3d pictures but it already is a, like it has to be that kind of picture right otherwise they don't work like you can't just look at an ordinary picture well i mean yeah the whole thing is made up so yeah. i mean because i was gonna say the, the so he his he pulls out these sort of cardboard glasses which sort of look like you know the cardboard that things are made yeah. of earlier but they cut to the same kind of profile as cinema going 3d yeah they're like a cinema red green glasses yeah. it looks like it only has the red filter in and the blue green one's just being removed and there's just nothing oh, does it? and then when she puts it on he holds up a picture and he, the, but when she looks at it it looks like it's one of those sort of lenticular is the okay. fancy thing which is where you have a kind of like prism like yeah grating in front of something and so your eyes are kind of seeing things slightly from two different angles and it tends to look more sort of like when you move back and forth it looks a bit like yeah. it's moving so i think they just made that picture twice 
So there's like the flat version in the frame, and then they also have a version that has a lenticular le lens in front of it. Well, it's just an existing one. You can those. find them in oh, charity shops. Yeah, oh, they're a that. thing that. that existed when people had oh, yeah, yeah. having the 3D pictures. It's of the but do you think they made that one especially for the pigs. film? No. So you've seen that three little pigs? Not that exact also, one, but I can imagine that's the kind of... It might exist, it, it yeah. Looks, it looks very... Sort of is, is it three little pigs well. in French as well? Because it's, it's this sort of... The Goldilocks of, or what is it? The, the sort of, you know, which is the right, the right temperature porridge story. No, that's and this a different wolf story. Is outside. No, that's oh, a different it? story. Yeah, you're mixing two stories. But there's... The three little pigs is that the pigs make houses out of straw, um, something else, something else. And the wolf oh, comes yes, and he's like, right. I'll blow half and a half and I'll blow your house down. And then one made of sand, obviously he's fucked. And the one made of straw is fucked. And then the other one is all right or something. Yeah, it's like the brick industry. <laughs> well, it's about like being prepared or like not being so, or just not being such a dumb fuck that you make a house out of sand. I mean, I, I've never heard of sand. I thought it was, I thought oh. it was straw, wood, and brick. Woods, not wood. It's got to be something more fragile than that. Are you no, looking I think it up? The, the wolf is extremely. Robust in his blowing capabilities. <laughs> I would have thought it would have to be stronger than wood, um, straw and I mean, sticks. Not okay, so sticks stick, rather yeah. than wood, I guess. Yeah, I think wood, wood would withstand <laughs> a wolf blowing it. Well, it depends um, on it's using nails as well, if it's just sort of loosely kind of placed pieces of wood. Just a bivouac. Um, but he, yeah, so they're kind of like, oh, some marrons, like, yeah, this is quite fun. It works kind of thing, like they both try on the glasses and look at it. Uh, and then he says, if I'm wondering if you looked this up as well, because I couldn't, for ages, I was like, what is he saying? The name, because he says, like, the guy who invented this. Oh, yeah, it went to quickly. Only had one eye. And I've looked him up for ages. I was like, what is he saying? I couldn't work out what the name he was he was saying. Have you found him? No. So the inventor, oh, okay. He's called Carl P. P Paul Frisch or Paul Frick. He right. says Paul Frisch, but I would say Paul Frick probably because um, he is uh, Austrian. So I would imagine it's Paul Frick. And he doesn't, it doesn't say anything about him having one eye. So I don't know if like the character of Stefan's just made this up or if this is an apocryphal story or if this died. It didn't come up anywhere in what I looked at. He drowned in a canoe. <laughs> That's all I could find about him. Um, but he was a scientist and he did indeed invent this idea but i was hoping that you'd looked it up because i cannot understand it but you just began to a little bit but he did invent he did invent it essentially and he after he kind of figured this out i mean he figured it out for a scientific and what was purpose. his name he was called carl p pulfrick um it's called a psycho psycho optical phenomenon or stereoscopy yeah 1922 he kind of pioneered this thing and then it became really popular in entertainment and it was still the effect that they used like in in like 3d cinema and pictures and things like that but i don't know where he got the idea of him having one eye so he calls him yeah. beethoven of the stereo <laughs> yeah beethoven being deaf and still making music yeah I'm going to leave you to read about it and then next time, because I might have to go and then, um, because I tried and I thought, oh, I'll try and explain this, but I just I can't get my head around it.
I don't know. I can't understand the effect particularly. He oh, looks complex. Yeah, it is. I mean, I don't think, I don't know though. Is it complex or is it just hard to explain? Yeah. Probably hard to explain. You yeah. probably also need to witness it. Uh, I did manage to find there were some lenticular postcards that look a similar kind of design to the three little pigs thing. Oh, yeah. That we see. But um, didn't find the exact one. So. From what era? Um, I don't know, sort of 60s. Maybe. Yeah, it looks kind of 60s, like sort of colours and things. Well, this is surprising, like how early it was. It's like 22 when he kind of came up with this. Uh, let's drag it out. <laughs> another four hours yeah um, we could just very occasionally say something it's going to be one of these moody episodes that I actually can't use <laughs> I'll have Maybe. to just like record it again <laughs> what have you got for dinner uh, I think I'm going to make macaroni and cheese oh I Yay! found you found some um, macaroni yes I managed to buy some at last it's very hard. Macaroni is in short supply in the UK at the moment. <laughs> and um, maybe they're Japanese, actually. What, the pictures? Um, yeah. Hmm. Topan, possibly. Oh. What, is that the company or style? Um, I think that's the company that made them. Okay. But um, Lao Goman's uh, spicy chili sauce is very good. Is this the one you're going on uh, about? Possibly, yeah. I guess we can put this in the show notes. What, but, the chilli um, sauce? No, well, we could do, but <laughs> also the, the lenticular postcards, if we can find them. <sighs> I'm just going to end it on you just going... Oh. <laughs> do you listen to Radio 6 music? Yeah. um which is the presenter who does that thing where it's like at the halfway, half time. Gideon, my fave. Gideon, yeah. And he just goes. Yeah, he sighs. I know, every time. Why? And I'm always like, what are you sighing about, Gideon? Why is he? And he's always like. He sometimes. Oh, he sometimes goodness goes, me. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think himself. maybe at first, because I don't think he's always, always done it. Has he? I think it maybe it was one of these things where he accidentally did it. And now he's. And people a... thought, commented. And now it's like a kind of. Oh, like I love a, him. He's so lovely. Secret thing. They're all pretty, pretty good, though, aren't they? Yeah. I don't know. I listen to so much face. six music. Yeah, me too. But without properly paying attention to who's who. Mm. Right. Flipping neck. Flipping neck. <laughs> oh, yeah, and he always has that nice. Uh, he plays like, isn't it over the engine or something? The music. Dun 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 dun. That's his halfway music. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Kids thing like that. Does he sign? Is he the one that signs off with um, the prisoner as well? Is it? Yeah, I think so. He's like, be seeing you. Oh, I didn't know that because I've never seen it. <laughs> you just raise your eyebrows. Have you stopped me? already? <laughs> Have you stopped that already? You're telling me to stop is just yeah. widening your eyes. <laughs> I noticed as well. That's like, kill the tape. <laughs> <laughs>